Welcome once again to the Be The Light podcast. So there was a word that came to me as I was listening to a different podcast that I listened to the other day, and the gentleman was talking about how we are the remnant. And um, he was kind of giving this as an example for, as parents, how we have a role in making sure that our kids are guided in the right direction when we're going against um, things like media and um, entertainment and, and singers and school and all these different things. And he was talking about then um, how we as parents have the ability to then step in and do what we need to do to teach our kids and to bring them up in the right way so that they have the right view on things um, as they grow and as they change so that that they look at things from a truth standpoint of the Bible. And so he was just saying that there is no mistake in today's world that we are God's remnant. And so I started thinking about that because I remember um, seeing that in different places in the Bible and, you know, kind of having an understanding of what that word meant, but I wanted to dig into it um, a little deeper. So when I looked up the definition of remnant in my Strong's Concordance, um, some of the words that I found were remainder, something that remains, the survivors, or which I thought was the most interesting definition was little left, little left. And so I started then looking at some places in the Bible where it then talked about the remnant and what that meant. And so one of the first things that they referenced was 1 Kings 9.18. Now the word remnant isn't really found there, but um, this is an example in the Bible where God told Elijah that he was leaving him a remnant. Well, like I said, it doesn't necessarily say that in the NIV. It talks about like the 7,000 um, men that he was leaving, but that was the remnant that God was leaving to help Elijah. And then in Ezra, um, there are some references in Ezra 9.8, 9.13, 9.14 and 9.15 where it talks about the people of Israel and it then references how God was leaving a remnant even though his people had sinned. So it said like even though that they had done all these wrong things, God was still leaving a remnant and he um, was preserving this remnant to rebuild the house of God. And so that was the example in Ezra. So I want you guys to keep all those things in mind even though these are Old Testament references. Um, this does apply to us today. Day. So in each of these situations that I've referenced so far and that I will reference in this podcast, I want you also to keep in mind that these remnants kept going in each situation and they were a part of God's plan. And so then in Jeremiah 23, 3, it says, I myself will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the countries where I have driven them and will bring them back to their pastures where they will be fruitful and increase in number. And then going to the New Testament, um, which I thought was really interesting, there are only a few references in the NIV version using the word remnant, but Romans eleven five was one of those, and it said, so too, at the present time, there is a remnant chosen by grace. And so... Um, one of the things that when I was doing some reading and some of some Bible scholars had referenced was saying that, you know, obviously it goes back to us being saved by grace and not by merit. And so we as the remnant, once again, are saved by grace and not by what we do. Because if it was by what we do, there would be no remnant left because we are all sinners. So um, where I want to continue to go with this is that despite what we do and despite the sins that we have, when we um, confess our sins, then God is faithful to us. And that is, that is also, that's in the New Testament. And 
you know, a new word has come to me lately, which it's been really strange um, just learning about it because my kids have this book and they've been reading through it. And so my husband was actually reading it the other night and he came to a word and he's like spelling it. And usually like, I'm like, okay, this is what it is. And he was like, A-P-O-S-T-A-S-Y. And I'm like, I have no idea. I've never heard that word before. Um, and I'm probably still going to say it wrong. I'm not like I've shared with you guys before. I don't say things correctly all the time, but it's apostasy, I believe is how it was. And the crazy thing about it is that this then came up in a Bible study that I was just doing. And now it's coming up with talking about the remnant. And so one of the things I read is that, you know, God is faithful to his original, um, truth to us, despite Um, apostasy or opposition to him. So what apostasy means is that when people completely go against um, God, like if they've like believed in him and then they like no longer believe in him and that's apostasy. It's kind of just like the real condensed um, definition of that. But um, that being said, he continues to be faithful no matter what happens in those situations. And so even though when we talk about remnant, and I go back to that beginning definition that there was little left, um, I know a lot of times when there's a little group of people that believe something um, or you know that you feel strongly about, a lot of times you feel alone. Um, you know, just, I know in different situations, like if you're, you're, you're the only one that has that certain opinion, maybe it's not even something, maybe it's at work and you believe something, everyone else is going the other way. You pretty much feel alone or left out because you are just that small part of, of what is being talked about or what is being done. But the wonderful thing is about the remnant of God, um, with it being his people in all these situations is that he keeps the remnant and he reminds us that we are not alone. Um, so a couple things I had researched in the New King James Version and in the um, King James Version is where they actually used the word remnant because you won't find that in the NIV. But in uh, Micah seven eighteen, it says, Who is a God like you, pardoning iniquity and passing over the tran- transgressions of the remnant of his heritage? He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in mercy. And so, you know, that connects back to that we're saved by grace and he delights in mercy and, um, you know, he passes over our transgressions of the remnant of, of what he wants of his people. And, um, but remember that's thinking also too about the position of our heart and then seeking his forgiveness and repenting as well. Um, but then the next one that was a reference that I, I saw then that was using remnant, but it's in the King James version was revelation twelve seventeen, And it says, and the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. And this is the one where I really felt that was applicable for us today, because going back to that original thought where this came from of the gentleman talking about the podcast and speaking of, we are the remnant and how important it is for us to not, um, take for granted the position that we have with our children and with the people around us because he said you know just like with Esther we were born for such a time as this there is absolutely no mistake um, that we have been placed in the world where we are today and I know with everything that's going on around us you know I look around and uh, I know I've shared with you guys a lot before I don't really watch the news at all Um, every once in a while I'll get on my phone I'll see a couple things but 
you know, it's hard sometimes not to know what's going on and you have to be aware of what's going on so that you can be um, ahead of that and be able to teach your kids about those different things. But there are so many things that are misleading God's word right now and um, just love um, and just acceptance and just different things like that that are being skewed. And I think as God's people, we think that there are little left, but there is no mistake because of that word remnant, you know, the world thinks that remnant, when you think about like a carpet remnant, you know, you go to a carpet remnant store, it's what's left over after the other carpet has been used and those different types of things. Or, you know, you think about a, like a remnant of um, like, like scrap metal or, or whatever it might be, you know, to the world, it looks worthless. It's like a worthless part, um, you know, that is just kind of thrown to the side that's left over. But that is not true of us as of the body of Christ because we belong to the remnant. We are set aside for his holy purposes. So the remnant is no mistake. It's not what's thrown out. Okay, it is what is most important. And as a believer, as the body of Christ, we are set aside for holy purposes. And I got me to thinking about some of the remnants and some of the Bible stories. And so think about Noah. Noah and his family were the remnant after the flood. But if you go back, they were preserving, they were preserved to preserve and to rebuild the house of God, to keep that going, that generation of believers. Okay, think about Lot and his daughter after Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay, after his wife turned around and she was turned into a pillar of salt, Lot and his daughter were left. They were the remnant they were there to preserve um, and to rebuild the house of God. And so he's using these people for a holy purpose. Think about Elijah. And so like I had referenced at the beginning in First Kings, you know, God told Elijah that he was leaving that remnant to help him to be able to go forward. Um, so I just want to take that time to remind you today that we do belong to the body of Christ. We are the remnant and there is no shame in that. Um, it might seem like there are not a whole lot of us left. It might seem on every side, especially depending upon where you live. I know my husband and I talk a lot about how we're blessed to live in the area that we live in because we do not have a strong influence of some of those other things seeping in. However, lately I've been seeing different things within our community and our town. Um, however, I want to remember that I have been made for such a time as this, that I am God's remnant, remnant, excuse me, to continue to rebuild and to teach my kids and grow them up in the way that they should go so that when they are old, they shall not turn from it. Now, the last thing that I want to leave you with today, um, is something that my, um, son's teacher had sent me. We were talking back and forth a few months ago and just sharing different things, especially, you know, during the, uh, you know, the big part of the, um, pandemic, I guess. I don't even like to call it that, but she had sent me this little, um, text message about like our kids. I know a lot of us today say things about like, oh my goodness, like our kids growing up in this time period are, you know, worried about our grandchildren growing up. And what I've also learned and I've shared with you guys is we have to take one thing at a time. But I want to share this with you because I thought it was so important thinking about our children too, because they are the remnant. Um, our children who are, we are raising up to follow God and his word, his truth. 
Um, you know, and that's what my nephew and I were actually talking the other day, going to a baseball game. And he was asking me a question about a world issue. And he said, well, do you believe in that? And I said, I do believe in that. And he said, why? And I said, because God's word says it. And, you know, so those are the things that we have to think about too. We go back to his word for all these things, but I do want to share this with you because I thought that it was so interesting. So please bear with me as I read, but I really think that it will hit some of you. So this is from a gentleman. I think it might have been, I don't know if she found it on Facebook or where it was, but she had passed it on to me. It says, don't feel sorry for or feel for your kids because the world they are going to grow up in is not what it used to be. God created them and called them for the exact moment in time that they're in. Their life wasn't a coincidence or an accident. Raise them up to know the power they walk in as children of God, or I want to add in here as the remnant. Train them up in the authority of his word. Teach them to walk in faith, knowing that God is in control. Empower them to know they can change the world. Don't teach them to be fearful and disheartened by the state of the world, but hopeful that they can do something about it. And I want to go back to thinking because God preserves the remnant to rebuild his house. So um, every person, so I'm going to continue reading, every person in all of history has been placed in the time that they were in because of God's sovereign plan. He knew Daniel could handle the lion's den. He knew David could handle Goliath. He knew Esther could handle Haman. He knew Peter could handle persecution. He knows that your children can handle whatever challenge they face in their life. He created them specifically for it. Don't be scared for your children, but be honored that God chose you to parent the generation that is facing the biggest challenges of our lifetime. Rise up to the challenge. Raise Daniels, Davids, Esthers, and Peters. God isn't scratching his head wondering what he's going to do with this mess of a world. He has an army he's raising up to drive back the darkness and make him known all over the earth. Don't let your fear steal the greatness God placed on them. I know it's hard to imagine them as anything besides our sweet little babies, and we just want to protect them from anything that could ever be hard on them, but they were born for such a time as this. And um, he ends it as saying, just some thoughts from a dad who is rocking a sleeping baby and thinking about what a crazy day it has been in our country. And so, um, like I said, I wish I knew specifically who wrote this, but I thought these were some great words. And I thought that this went um, along really well with this podcast because I do feel that it shares um, that this remnant was made for such a time as this, no matter what is going on in our country. So I just... um, Hope that you take this and you think about that and know that you are not a tossed out scrap, um, but your remnant means that you are the body of Christ and that we have been made for such a time as this. So go out and be the light today.